Hello and welcome to Casting. This is the podcast which brings on brilliant guests to pitch their dream music festival. My name is Matt Horse and I'm the host and my job is to guide you through the campsite. So today's guest is a truly wonderful and award-winning stand-up comedian. He's been nominated for Best Newcomer at Edinburgh Fringe Festival 2016. He's appeared in lots of amazing sitcoms and movies. And you might recognise him as the football manager for Best United on Twitch. It's the amazing Bilal Safar. How's it going, man? Hey, I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, really good, thanks. And thank you for coming to join us on Castable as well. No worries. Thank you for having me. Let's go straight into it, because what I like to start off with this podcast is kind of... We're going to be talking about music, we're going to be talking about festivals, but... If someone were to ask you what kind of music are you into, how do you typically mm. respond to that question? Oh, I'd say, uh, I think at the moment, it kind of changes for me uh, yeah. in terms of what I'm listening to. At the moment, mainly hip hop and some indie stuff. Yeah. Uh, like indie bands and stuff. Um, it used to be a lot more of the indie type bands, mm-hmm. like the Kooks or whoever, but I <laughs> yes. really, don't really like them that much anymore. Not that I don't hate them. It's yeah. just not what I listen to. You know what I mean? They were very much of that time. Period, exactly. Though, like, yeah, they're yeah, very, yeah. like, 2006, 2007, like, she moves yeah, in her own yeah. way. And there was, especially in that, that, that period, there were so many, like, indie bands that did, like, two albums and then out and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly, like, yeah. Pigeon Detectives, they often pop up. Yeah, I forgot about get. them. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, there was, there was a bunch of those that you'd hear on, like, like because I, so I was in, like, sixth form when, around that time, roughly, well, yeah, I was like a teenager, basically. So, mm-hmm. yeah, things like the Kooks, Pigeon Detectives, who else? Arctic Monkeys, who I still quite yeah. like, actually, to be fair. They're still decent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, who else? Kings of Leon, I liked yeah. a lot of the time. Again, I don't, I, don't, I don't hate any of these bands. It's just, I just don't listen to them as much now. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of more of those, like Razor Light. Yeah, um, Razor Light <laughs> was the first band that I ever saw live as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw them in Newcastle in 2007, and mm-hmm. yeah uh what, what a rock and roll gig that was but uh yeah 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 and, and the first the first band i saw live uh were pendulum wow oh who, wow okay yeah, yeah who i again i don't i wouldn't listen to them now <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like pendulum like i'm gonna be honest there's in most people i i really kind of um whenever people talk about different tastes of music i always appreciate it but pendulum and i do like pendulum but yeah. they, they were at that time uh, when I listened to them as a teenager, I just didn't like them. For, so instantly I had this bias, like, oh, I hate Pendulum. Like, no, I yeah. don't hate them. I don't actually hate them. But I just didn't like them as a teenager as well. But uh, yeah, Pendulum's yeah, that's quite, fair enough. quite intense first gig as well, because it's very like hardcore and dancey, right? Yeah, it was all right. I don't, so I should say I'm not, I'm not a massive live music person, which is weird because I, I, I'm re- I love music a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've not been to that many, in fact... I'm not sure I've been to another like just like concert type thing because most oh, of really? the yeah most of the live music I see is um, at festivals that I perform at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the best one I'd say, actually this was really good. I got to do the oh it was called it's called the Citadel Festival. I'm not sure if it's still around mm-hmm. um, in East London in Victoria Park, and there was a comedy stage there, which was actually really is actually quite well run considering it was like a music festival. It's a good little stage, mm-hmm. uh, and the headliner was Sigaross. Oh, lovely! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to just wander over and then watch them do their full set, which was like because I didn't. I, I kind of liked them anyway, but I didn't know how good they were live. I didn't know about the whole visual thing, like the mm-hmm. background changes according to the music and all of that, um, and that was really nice. Um, my, I'd say my worst festival experience was latitude festival oh really have you been there have you done uh, it i haven't but comedians do talk about it all the time it's kind of like 
people it's got a very good comedy booking stage and stuff like that well that's the thing they have a very good big comedy stage and they have the smaller one uh the cabaret stage which is what i did yeah um and i had to do a 30 minute set and i was fairly <laughs> new at the time so that's oh man yeah it's an awkward amount of time to do anyway <laughs> yeah and may i just say festivals are hard as well because yeah <laughs> that people aren't sitting down and comedy requires some basic things for it to kind of work really well like if you mm. look at places like the stand the um the the rooms are architecturally built for comedy so low ceilings and uh, people are uh, close together and paying attention mm. to one night time as well yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not during the day absolutely yeah it's absolutely yeah and and i've been to many festivals like leeds i went to leeds festival a lot when i was growing up and okay. it was it was just people were just hot, like drunk and horrible like for the mm. whole day <laughs> i mean like so there's lots of things to contend with isn't there oh yeah i mean at, at latitude you see people just off their face on pills or whatever oh, just like rolling around on the floor you know yeah and uh, you're not sure if you should be helping them or what's <laughs> going on um but I did, so when I, I did that cabaret stage, I was doing my 30 minute thing, which I was very nervous about anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very, the pay wasn't very good for the, I don't know about the main stage. I'm guessing that's better. The cabaret stage pay isn't good. Mm-hmm. And it costs a lot to get there and back as well. So it felt a bit stupid, yeah. the whole thing for me personally. Um, and I had maybe 30 people in a huge tent with me. And then a lot of them left because they could hear Dara O'Brien on, on the main stage. Oh, no. You could hear him. Yeah. I, I could hear him when I was on stage <laughs> it's doing his set. Very odd to be heckled by another comedian just doing jokes. Yeah, I mean, yeah a very famous comedian, especially <laughs> when I was very new. So people were like sort of coming in and out, which again, that mm-hmm. might work for music. It does not work for comedy. You can't have people come in halfway through your set. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then the music that was on that day... Um, was nothing that I liked. I can't even remember off the top of my head, but they just weren't bands that I'm into. Again, yeah. I guess you'd say that, so this was maybe 2017 or 16, I don't know. Um, these were bands that uh, um, are sort of maybe the kooks of today, if you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Sounds like a superhero group. The kooks yeah. of today. <laughs> exactly. But uh, so like Fleet Foxes were on that weekend, yeah. but, and I liked them, but they weren't on on my day. And that was disappointing. I think they yeah. were like the next day. So I didn't get to see them. So I just sort of wandered around. Also, I couldn't find my way out of the festival. <laughs> and <laughs> I just remembered this. Yeah. And yeah, the, um, the people there, the security people or whatever, not proper security, but um, the students, you know, that were just doing this for their CV or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they couldn't tell me the way out. Oh my God. Like, so it, it's yeah. kind of like some performance art. Like it's kind of like a Hotel California kind of thing. You come into the festival, but you can't yes. leave. You know what I mean? Oh, it was a nightmare. And that sort of thing makes me very anxious as well. Yeah. That that getting lost and not being able to leave a place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, that would make anyone anxious, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and then all the coaches that were meant to go back to the station. I can't even remember what the station is off the top of my head. Um, they'd all just ended. Um, mm-hmm. So I had to get a cab back to the oh station, which was quite expensive. So I think I, I didn't make any money. I think it cost me the same as the oh. fee in the end. Well, so it was just like very sad <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah, you, you're paying you're earning zero amount to do a, a average gig uh just to a bit with anxiety levels as well yeah 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 you don't yeah. you don't want to be there yeah um, and also i'm not like i say i'm not really a festival type person generally mm-hmm. um i am i'm a bit more of one now but at the time i definitely wasn't um mm-hmm. So the whole thing, yeah, the whole thing felt bad. But, you know, it's good because you learn about sort of what you want to do and don't want to do. So it's not totally sad. 
Yeah, and I think it's especially with any comedy gig, it's a learning experience. And yeah, uh, yeah especially those harder gigs, you learn a lot very fast as well. But uh, but yeah, uh, but going back to talking about uh, your uh, music taste and from of indie. Uh, so when did it start transition to hip hop? Have you always mm. liked hip hop, or is it kind of a new thing? Or yeah, I've I've always liked it. So I grew up with uh, I've got two older brothers who our age gap is that they are seven and nine years older than me. Okay. So it's a little bit of a gap. So when I was like quite little, they were sort of teenagers, mm-hmm. sort of. Um, and so they listened to a lot of, they liked a lot of like Tupac and stuff and mm-hmm. Bone Thugs and Harmony, who I still really like. So, so there was a lot of that around, Biggie and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and who else? Like a bit of Tribe Called Quest and stuff. So I still love that. Um, but I just found that. And then I got kind of into my own thing, which was, yeah, the indie stuff. Uh, I still like, I loved Radiohead in high school and I still do. I really, really, really like Radiohead, Pixies, mm-hmm. bands like that. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I really yeah. love them. And then I think what happened was like, if maybe, I don't know, five, six years ago or something, you find that you go on YouTube and if you listen to like one Tribe Called Quest song or whatever, you go down this rabbit hole. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Of so much stuff. I know it can happen with other genres of music, obviously, but for me, hip hop is maybe my favorite. Mm-hmm. And there's so many bands, uh, sorry, like rap groups and stuff I'd never heard of, like um, the Souls of Mischief. Is that what they're called? Yeah, um, Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then obviously there's MF Doom and people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just so much creative stuff that you can just have on as well. It's not like it takes a few listens to get into. It's just instantly amazing. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I, I don't, I personally don't always get that with rock and indie stuff it sometimes take me takes me time to get into that mm-hmm. um so now that's more what i sort of listen to so like the roots are probably my favorite yes I'm like, yeah, yeah i've listened to uh, the roots recently and uh, mm. they're really cool and they did like their own version of the hamilton song called uh, uh one shot i think and they, they, oh, they, they, it, it, it plays at the end of hamilton on there and oh. it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, so it's really cool. And they do like a, like a bit of a heavier version of it as well. It's really cool. Oh, I love them. Because if, yeah. if you see them on YouTube doing live stuff, because they, they do all their own music stuff as well, it's not like they just find a beat and rap yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really talented. And they, yeah, they have. It's a full jazz thing. They call themselves, oh, I can't remember, like a hip-hop jazz opera or something yeah. like that. They have their own name for themselves. But um, I'm obsessed with them. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so... Uh, that, that's really cool and it's nice to see all the different um spikes mm. in your music taste as well and uh yeah uh and especially like i love those kind of to be honest hip-hop is one of those the few music genres where it's quite big holes in my knowledge because i think mm. it's the flip side for me i think there's certain tracks i do love but like i just i don't always have like a segue into them but um, i'm trying my best to kind of explore new stuff and i listen to the beastie boys uh audiobook and it, t- it kind of pinpoints like 80s new york hip-hop and that was the first time I had like, oh my god, this is amazing stuff. Like funky four plus one. Like uh, they they have a whole album where it just like just sounds so fresh even today. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Also, do you have anything where do you have any bands that have come out of your area? Um, not really, because I I live in Darlington and Darlington. Uh, there's not that much going on. There's some mm-hmm. stuff from Middlesbrough, perhaps, uh, and maybe Leeds is quite quite a beacon. But I, I think I'm just a bit too far away from Leeds to call it uh, okay. home, really. But yeah, uh, yeah. there's a lot of comedy that comes out of Middlesbrough and that dance, and like Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer, they oh, come out of that, that area. Yeah. But fortunately, not music. But how about you? Yeah, so I find that so I like I like grime a bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not as much as like American hip hop, but it's I think part of that comes from that they talk a bit like me not obviously not how i'm talking now but a lot of them are from my area so like i'm from east london and yeah. um jay huss is from here and like kano 
uh, mm. is from not far from me. And I'm just quite proud of that, really, because a lot of the areas near me, like there's a lot of, like I'm from like a council estate and there's a lot of, you know, not a lot of opportunities and stuff. So anyone mm -hmm. that um, makes themselves something, I'm, I'm sort of instantly proud of. So, um, yeah. Yeah, there's that as well. Like, I, I love, like, these certain grime artists. I'm not sure if I would as much mm -hmm. if they weren't from sort of my area. I don't know. Absolutely. And Kano has been an absolutely popular choice on this podcast as well. I didn't, oh, really? Really, didn't really know much of Kano's work beforehand, but because of this podcast, I've listened to a lot, a lot of him. And, yeah, really enjoyed it as well. And, uh, yeah, 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 that, yeah. Lo that locality is really important. Mm. Um, but a final question before we move on to uh, the kind of the meat of the podcast. Did you ever want to be a musician when you were growing up? A little bit, um, not massively. I did. I got a guitar, a very yeah. nice guitar, when I was like, like nine years old or something. Yeah. And I just didn't. I wasn't disciplined enough. <laughs> I, I, you know, the, the practice it takes. I'm not. So I would still like. I, I still. I've got stand up about how I wish I could sing, basically, because yeah. I think it'd just be really cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't want to put the work in. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just. <laughs> I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't have the patience. Like, um, I'd love to be musical, but just like learning the piano or something, or even just about notes generally. I've, yeah. I've got very limited knowledge. I can't be bothered. You know, yeah. it's it would take so long of being bad at it <laughs> before, before you get decent. It's like I've already done it with stand up. Yeah, uh, right. For like and, seven years or whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've got that. And uh, yeah, so I'd still like to, I don't know, maybe if I, maybe it could be a hobby. Uh, again, maybe just getting a, a very basic guitar or something um, and just trying to learn it. That could be something I do. But right now I'm so busy anyway, it'd just be silly to. Um, yeah. You know. And it's, and it, as you mentioned, it's really frustrating as well. Like, cause like you don't, you think, oh, I'll just pick it up. It'd be really easy. Uh, yeah. At the start of lockdown, I started, I had a keyboard. I tried to learn it after a breakup, but I was like, you know, I, I, but I, I tried to go back into it, and it's just, it's annoying when you can't do stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, I don't know where middle C is. Fuck this. Do you know what I mean? Like exactly, uh, it looks easy as well, doesn't it? That's yeah. the thing. It looks so straightforward, especially with like slower songs or whatever, or like mm -hmm. more what you think is a more basic song, mm -hmm. and then yeah, no, no chance. Forget it. Hopefully, we'll have some singing opportunities for you at your own festival. But let's go, <laughs> yeah. let's go and set up camp at your uh, campsite. Okay. Hi, it's Matt Hoss here. Just wanted to ask for a small favor. Please give us a five star rating on your podcast app of choice. This helps people notice the podcast a little bit more, and it's really nice to see those lovely reviews. And on top of that, why don't you share it with friends and follow us at Castful Podcast on Twitter? And you can email us at castlepodcast at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. Enjoy the rest of the episode, and thank you. About to drop some matter like I know I should But I just remember that I left it in the club I don't know how I'll get my high I take a look around and know I sigh But then my salvation, it comes through Cause I'm inhaling pure O2 Cause I'm going into the oxygen tank Cause I'm going into the that was actually quite disappointing. What's the name of your festival? Right, I haven't named it yet. Uh, uh, well, feel free to just kind of shoot from the hip as well. We'll call What's it the, the Zaffa Cakes Live. Yes. Uh, 
that's it. That's it. <laughs> the, 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 it's called the Zafikex Life. <laughs> yeah, with a with a lot of ers afterwards as well. Just like, uh, like just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Patrick, right? yeah. dot dot dot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Okay, I like that. Very original. Okay, so where about geographically would you like your festival to be held? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, okay, let me think. Uh, oh, I know a place. Uh, although I don't know if that's hard to get to. So there's, uh, it's sort of, there's, there's a place called Hainault Forest or Hainault Park, which is mm-hmm. sort of Essex. Um, but it's somewhere I was taken to when I was, I was quite little. So it's just a huge bit of land. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say put it there. I don't know if that's very hard to get to for people, but I guess most, all festivals are, aren't they? So yeah, absolutely. And the very nature of festivals is that you have to have a lot of land for it anyway. So it has to be yeah. it's fairly out of place. But um, but Put then in all fairness, uh, a lot of people on this podcast before have said do it in like uh, like in the remote areas of Scotland. So I think this no. is a lot more accessible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, It'd be quite think... cold. Yeah. Well, let's let's not let's not slag off. Uh, let's not, people, let's not slag uh, off Scottish people. <laughs> <laughs> I emailed before. I said, "Don't suck off Scottish." <laughs> Specifically, like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the only thing I said to you. Like, that's the only admin you need. Um, is there going to be camping at your festival? Yes, I, I guess. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I, I'd have it so that there is camping, but you also have the chance to sort of go home and come back. Like, uh, what I mean is that obviously, I guess that's at all festivals, but it's very easy. It's all set up nicely. If you want to go home. Or I would do, I would have some sort of deal with a hotel mm-hmm. where, I don't know, it can be a lot cheaper <laughs> yeah. to, um, yeah, to, to, to stay at one of those. Because I personally don't love camping that much. Okay, yeah. Why is that? Uh, it's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I, I go in it and I can't leave. The zips are too hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I've done it once. Okay, so I've only camped properly once. And that was at... There's a festival called the Timber Festival. It yeah. is a festival about trees. Wow. Okay. Uh, and it's like about the environment and stuff. It's very, very nice. And I, I did it once and they have like, it, it's a bunch of talks and stuff going on, some live music. Actually, it's a very good festival. And uh, they, had, they had one comedy stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was great because the festival had been uh, quite serious, apart from the music the comedy tent was absolutely rammed yeah. and it was a great little gig. So it was, I think when I did it a couple of years ago, it was just me, Mark Dolan and Joey Page. I think oh, that's wow. right. Um, so it was really, yeah, it was really nice. They're, they're both lovely guys as well. Um, and my friend sorted me out with his little tent. He had his main sort of tent with him and his girlfriend. And he said, you can use my little one because I don't have my own. And it was like a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I feel. And with like, I'm sure we've talked about this before on the podcast, but certainly like when you get into like uh, when it's advertised as like a two man tent, Mm. it's not really a two man tent. It's like it's a two man tent if you don't want any personal space. You know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, yeah. I remember going to uh, festivals with my brother in a two man tent, and we had to like there was no room for like luggage. We had to sleep with it on top of us and like right right shoulder to shoulder. How big is that? How how big is a two man tent? What's it shaped? So mine was shaped like a coffin. (laughs) What was? What, what's it was wooden. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah. It's quite hard to carry. It's it's like a coffin. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think I, I think I know the ones you're talking about. It's like it really is very narrow. As well. I think that must be a one man tent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, that's the one. Uh, for a two man tent, I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I'm very bad with like 
sizes really but okay like, uh, um yeah, like uh, was about, it sort of a triangle thing with the point at the top? Was it one uh, of those sort no, of? No, so what it was. Uh, this is uh, thankfully we have visual for here, but like it, it crossed over. It had, you know that the bendy wires you have, you can't yes. see the holes. Uh, they kind of crossed over each other. So there's two. Like there's an X over the top, so it kind of goes like that. So oh, okay, that doesn't so sound a, bad. It wasn't bad actually, but I would. But there was no ne- space. When I, you, not enough room to stand up into mm. like pulling your trousers and getting on clothes in a tent's really hard as well. Yeah, like, uh, you know what I. I don't like the has- I don't like the hassle of it. I like stuff to be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a huge fan of flying just because of partly because of all the hassle of all the security checks and everything. Like, like I flew to the Edinburgh Festival once, and I just hated it. It just because it was so much quicker, but it just felt like I hated this queuing up thing and, and all of this stuff. I would have much rather have just got on a train and just sat there for five hours than this. I think it takes an hour or something or an hour and a half. I, yeah. I can't remember, but it's really quick. Um, but so I feel the same with festivals. I think that so I don't even drive. That's the thing. Um, so I'd have to go with a friend. And I have to have the tent in the car and everything. Setting it all up is not. I get that people enjoy that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I just I don't like it. I just I like an easy life. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Especially yeah. if I'm performing. If I'm doing a gig there anywhere, I don't want to be building a tent that day. <laughs> Well, <laughs> imagine that before any other gig as well. Like you go into Tombridge Wells just to like, yeah. uh, right? Let me just do it in the the beer garden. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't. I'm not like a diva. I don't want yeah. everything. I don't need a specific rider for me. I don't need all these things. I just want it to be easy. <laughs> okay. I just want to get there, have my own space. You know um, what I mean? At, at your dream festival, uh, yeah. At, at Suffolk Cakes Live, uh, if you're gonna have one thing on your rider, what would it be? Oh. What is a thing I need on my rider? Because I only ever ask for water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I'm very, I don't like to be, to cause any trouble for anyone. Yeah. So I only ever ask for water. So I'd have a lot of water. Um, anything fancy? Let me think. What do I like now? Uh, grapes. Yeah. Oh, see, that's classy. I, I'm into, I'm into grapes at the moment because I eat a lot of junk. I'm trying to eat a bit healthier. So grapes has filled the void of <laughs> chocolate for now. So I'd have loads yeah, of yeah. seedless grapes. <laughs> Just a whole tent full of them. Yeah, and I mean, no one can touch it. No one can yeah. be, go near them. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So without revealing your lineup, how mm. much would you charge per ticket for your festival? Now, this is tough. So I'm imagining we've got some ridiculous sponsor. Uh, yeah. It's like a Man City situation. Yeah. So we don't have to charge too much. What are festival tickets usually? They're like, are they like 70 quid or something? Aren't well, they quite exp- or, or it, more? It depend, no. depends on the thing. It's usually about 200 to 250 pounds these days uh, for three day festivals, I'd say. Uh, oh, that, for the three days, okay. Yeah. Um, but for day, day tickets, it's usually about 70 pounds. Okay. But uh, yeah. Let me think. Uh, I would charge, this is difficult. I would do, I'd do 60 pounds a day. Okay, that's good. Which is slightly cheaper because we've got all the investment from, uh, <laughs> who have we got? Probably some yeah. arms company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You, how else are you going to pay for the grapes? Exactly, like, they, it's got to be an arms. <laughs> yeah, VA yeah. uh, systems are like, it's going to be Zaffa Cakes. <laughs> Uh, the it's what is it called? The Zaffa Cakes, sponsored by um, I don't know any arms yeah. companies. We'll just say we'll just say nuclear weapons. <laughs> just by... general blanket nuclear British weapons. nuclear weapons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, so there's definitely BA Systems uh, who uh, yeah. yeah who are definitely. 
I'm going to say not the, the most ethical company in the world, but you okay. know what? Is there an ethical arms company? Let us know. Get in touch with us and then you yeah. can sponsor this. But I like that. So something I'll, I'll get to more <laughs> later is that a lot of it is run very ethically, but okay. I like that we are sponsored by <laughs> nuclear weapons. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you can even have like make the nuclear, like armed nuclear waste as part of like the, the festival, you know, you have like a yeah, river yeah. of sludge for the kids. Yeah. There's just know? a little pond there that you <laughs> Children can go look at it. It's glowing. <laughs> Absolutely. And they just grow arms and legs off it. Yeah, well. you've got to wear like a quarantine <laughs> costume things, but you can go and have a look and it's glowing. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so take that, Leeds and Reading. You don't have a radiation pool. Take that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think with all that excitement and all that, uh, mm-hmm. uh, all the greats, let's go and see who's playing at your festival. <laughs> Festival, if you can hear me, I want you to sing along. Go for it. One more time. It's three days long. Uh, so there's going to be some big bands that I'll mention, but then there can be some smaller ones. So how about we do about five five acts a day, or five or six acts a day? That okay, I don't have that many acts. Okay. <laughs> we can do I've got, actually, so I'll tell you. So I've got one, two, three. I've got five main ones. I mean, mm. we can add as we go. Mm. And then I've got something else. So um, so is it usually, with festivals, is it usually the biggest person on the last night? Is that well, how they do it? Or is it, it just it, balanced? It's very interesting, actually. And uh, so with festivals... Uh, I think Friday is kind of the more energetic night. Uh, I'd say Saturday is probably the biggest headliner, like a legendary one. And Sunday, it's a bit more cozy, but uh, you're going to finish on a big bang, you know what I mean? So, like, okay, uh, I've got it. I, okay. I know what we're doing in this festival because so, partly... Mm-hmm. So what I didn't like about Latitude was it was all just a bit nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was wandering around, it was all just very loud and like chaotic. <laughs> Adara um, Breen's very loud, man. So, yeah, okay. he's too, too loud. They were they were moshing in his audience. So <laughs> it was terrible. Video games, <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. Um, so I want my festival to be split in two. Okay. Uh, I want a more peaceful side, mm-hmm. and a more upbeat side. So if you're on the pills, <laughs> stay out of the peaceful side. Yeah. And there's going to be a drugs test where <laughs> if you want to cross over, you get an injection. <laughs> Wait, that's not how they drugs test. <laughs> that's the opposite of a drugs test. <laughs> no, but we'll just do an injection just, just, just for the sake of it. That's in the con. You have to sign a contract when you, you know, and that's part of it. Um, so you get, you get a little blood test. So this is like, genuinely, I've done uh, like about 30, 40 episodes of Castable at this point. This is the first time there's doping, <laughs> like yeah, invo- yeah, yeah. involuntary doping at festivals. This is like a sneaky dystopian festival. You know? <laughs> And it's sponsored by an arms company. Yeah, as exactly. Well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like Brave New World. This is great. Yeah. yeah. And you're also signing people up to the army, but I don't want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new army. There's a new kind of army. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to get into it. It's a private army. I don't, I don't, you know, we don't need to get into that now. <laughs> hey, have you seen where Davis? Oh, yeah, he got, he got his head shaved. Oh, he went on a crazy night out. No, he enlisted. <laughs> he's had a chip. He's had a chip inserted into his arm. And he's seeing the Fleet Foxes. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> like, this, is, oh, this is my favourite festival so, ever. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have the two halves. 
the more peaceful and the more and the more crazy. So let me think. So in nope. fact, I won't worry about who's on what night too much because I think that will take too long. Okay. Who do you think is the first band to play a festival? Who's the first one on? And usually that's quite an energetic act. Someone who's like going to start the festival on a really good step. Uh, Madonna. Madonna. Oh <laughs> my God! Yes, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I She's going to open the festival with Ray of Light. Yes, absolutely. And there's going to be all sorts of lights going on in the background. I'll control all of that. <laughs> Are you doing I'll, the I'll tech do, for your festival? I'll do the te- for that. I'll do the tech because I don't yeah. think they'll know what they're doing. So I'll get <laughs> I'll get the lights all, uh, but it'll be an extended ray of light, like a fifteen minute version, of, obviously. Um, okay. So that will oh. be the big one to start, and then she can do her, you know, her tracks. Her um, so, what else does she have that's good? Um, obviously, quite she, a few. <laughs> what, what are her big? What she big does uh, um, Papa Don't Preach. Um, that's very good. Um, what's li- like a virgin? Uh, like a virgin. It's quite all the hits, you know. Yeah, I mean? and then she ends her set with Ray of Light again. <laughs> so, so you start and finish with it as well. That's <laughs> yeah, a, that's a baller move. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, have you ever seen anyone do that before? Have you uh, ever seen someone play the same set twice? Oh, 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 oh. You know what? I don't think so because I've not seen any band that's like so big that they have one of those hits that they mm. need to do twice. Uh, have you? Well, I've only seen it once because it's very unusual, and it's and usually once you play it once, and that's it, and it's quite unusual for it's. It'll be very strange for him to play it twice, and uh, I have. But I, I remember seeing Alice Cooper when I was uh, a teenager at mm. Summer Sphere Festival in Nebworth, and um, he uh, halfway through his set, he did Schools Out, and then he finished with Schools Out, and I yes. genuinely wasn't sure if he finished, if he forgot about it. Do you know what I mean? Because I was just like, well, th- to be honest, that's his only song that I know. <laughs> So I wonder if that's why. What are what are his other big songs? Uh, uh, mate, you walk into a, a hornet's nest here. I'll let you open oh, Madonna, dear. but um, uh, Feed My Frankenstein. There's Poison. There's uh, uh, you name it. He's done it. He's a, he's a Alice Cooper. A lot going on. <laughs> okay, I don't know about the Frankenstein. I'm sure I've heard. No, I'm, I'm sure I've heard it. I'm just not that familiar with him. Uh, um, yeah. um, but it, it's actually it features in Wayne's World. Uh, the, the Feed My uh, Frankenstein. They've got that big oh, okay. so Frankenstein. I, I, I'm sure I do know it. Okay, yeah. I'm, no, no. I'm sure I've heard a lot of it. Um, but that's the, his main one that everyone knows. So I guess I can understand. Well, yeah. In all fact, yeah, it is, it is the big hit, and for sure. Mm. But uh, but he was at a rock festival, if you know what I mean. So I think he could have. I don't. I'm not. Sh- if it was at any other festival, I could kind of see you might if, if you might want to do it twice. But it, it was okay. Yeah. I also. This is not related, but. Um, I remember seeing a band at Download Festival um, called Puddle of Mud, which they sound, the lead singer sounds a bit like uh, uh, Kurt Cobain and uh, it's like kind of grand. Oh, I know them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, carry on. I'll let you finish. No, 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 absolutely. Like, um, she did, uh, they do the song goes uh, uh, blurry and then do one which is like a kind of, um, uh, she hates me. Uh, they do that song there. She effing hates me. Na, 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 like that. Um, but uh, I remember they played that song. And the guy went into the crowd to try and get the crowd going. And then mm. he went back up on stage and he was, and their band was playing that, like the riff after the solo. And mm. he goes, ding, 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 ding. And then, um, and the guy, uh, was, he's wearing like sunglasses and he was just like, yeah, how's it going? And I was like, woo, yeah. And then he's just like, he should be singing now, but he's not singing. And he just kind of like looks around nervously. He goes to whisper to the guitarist here. He's like, he's forgotten the lyrics. He's definitely oh. forgotten the lyrics. Yeah. And <laughs> so like, you see like this five minutes when they're playing the same chord and they're running over at this point. That's, <laughs> isn't that really poor? <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. Like, how could you not 
<laughs> like that's just one job. <laughs> yeah, but do you not men- mentally like like you know how you go through a set list? I-, I get it that if okay if you've been performing for like twenty years or whatever, maybe you don't do that as much. But don't you just go through your bits in your head a little bit? Like, that's their most famous song as well. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh yeah. my god! Oh, that's shocking. Yeah, it's quite. I I, I love that though. I just I love it. It's like imagine that like just blanking as a comedian. Like, imagine like you've been setting up this punchline, doing this mm. routine. Like, I don't know the final few words of the punchline. I've yeah. done. I, I used to go very blank when I was new, but not that badly. And and yeah. they're not puddle of mud. So sorry, I know puddle of mud uh, because of the Nirvana cover. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I've heard of them. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, um, sorry. <laughs> no, no. Oh, so um, we have uh, Madonna on, and uh, so tell me yeah. about Ray of Light because I don't really know Ray of Light. Can you tell me to me a little bit? It's a really good song. <laughs> so I've used it a lot on my stream when yeah. I um when I there's a bit when I uh got on my buggy and went on the motorway. Yeah. To get to my to get to the golf course, and I play it and and we listen to I sang Ray of Light. <laughs> And I just think it's a very good song. In fact, I think it's like one of those which is maybe like underrated. And I've seen, I spent a day watching all these bands that have covered it. Iggy Pop has done it. Really? Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Um, what are they called? Uh, uh, no, not, not uh, who are the Irish band? Snow Patrol did um, a cover of it, like a sad, slow cover. <laughs> yeah. Which was, well, it's not sad, but it's slow, which I didn't really yeah. like. And then there's a band called Pond. I think, who I'd never heard of, who do a really good cover. And I was just like watching those all day. So it's like, it's quite a loved song that mm-hmm. people want to have a go at. But um, yeah. no, I just, I really like it. It's really upbeat. And um, mm-hmm. I think the music's really good. Um, so I was going to say, so halfway through Madonna, mm-hmm. I think that's when the quiet stage opens. Oh, I see. And so then some people, because there's going to be a lot of people arriving, obviously, uh, people are going to be having their injections and their chips <laughs> implanted. Uh <laughs> But it's going to be quick. It's going to be done really quick. So it's going to be very efficient. Tell um, you what, mate. The best thing about doping and chipping them up, it means that, you know, it could, uh, it's a, um, many people say it's, uh, you know, it's going to lose time. But admin wise, it's going to, long term, you're going to get a lot of efficiency out of it. They're going to be trained mentally to look, do it. You know what I mean? It's fine. And then look, if they're in the wrong part of the festival at the wrong time, they get a little shock and they know, <laughs> they, they, they know they should be going back. It's all fine. It's harmless. It's, you do it to a dog. You know? <laughs> I don't see the problem. I don't see the problem with doing it to a child. I'm just saying. Essentially, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what you are, how to start this? It's like, you know, what? I think I might be quite ethical. And then we've got child <laughs> soldiers going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, defending the uh, nuclear weapons is what we. I mean, so I'd say, yeah. Uh, so second half opens up, and then you go over, or you just get there. You want to go to the quiet side. You can. You live on the quiet side, basically. Mm-hmm. You can go in between, but you can pick where you live. You know. Um, and we have the fleet foxes. Lovely. That's great. I love them. And uh, so for anyone who doesn't know them, because I don't know them that well, I know, I know the name uh, and I know the kind of the vibe they have, but what, yeah. uh, how would you describe Fleet Foxes? So I guess it's folky, folky yeah. music, but not, not like Mumford and Sons. Um, mm. I don't know. You know what the thing is? I don't know about proper folk music, so I don't yeah. know if you can actually call it that, but it's that vibe of, but it's, it's very like uh, hum, lovely, like harmonizing voices. Mm-hmm quite relaxed music they have they have a lot of upbeat songs as well but i think they're really good i think um they're quite easy to get into if you like that sort of thing also just have on in the background um really nice band white winter hymnal do you know that song i don't know 
Okay, that was because I remember that was really big. The time when we were talking about those indie bands like Kooks or whatever, mm-hmm. that song was also out and quite oh, mainstream. Was it? Yeah, weirdly. And it's just a very catchy, I think there's only like a few lines in the song. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, that, but that's very nice. It sounds Christmassy. Uh, and do Fleet Foxes do a cover of Ray of Light as well? They do, should. Do, do, <laughs> do all the bands at this They're going to have to, yeah. <laughs> it's in the contract, yeah. <laughs> you have to learn it and do it, okay? Uh, yeah, it's just, in fact, we're not even, even if they refuse, <laughs> the music will change to Ray of Light <laughs> when, they're, <laughs> when they're on stage. So, so not only are you chipping them, uh, they get, they get <laughs> yeah, shots, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, ah! Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> their music is transposed to Ray of Light. Um, and there's like a ca- cage sort of walls open up. <laughs> on the stage so they can't leave uh and they can't jump off and yeah i'm pressing a button and they're getting these shocks it's so quick <laughs> this is ter- so quickly turned to a prison experience that's how it happens that's how totalitarian <laughs> happens it happens gradually this has um, happened over a weekend <laughs> yeah and there's no recycling i was gonna say before so to be honest the the, the totalitarian aspect wasn't me- actually meant to come into any of it but um I was going to say anyone that, that litters just gets chucked out. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, that's, that's a fair as well. Because, I mean, so that's what I found at Latitude. It was just very messy, like just bottles and, you know, cups and everything everywhere. Um, plates, you know, those plastic plates and all of that just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I should say, you know what? I should give a shout out to the, my favorite festival I've performed at. Um, it's called Green Belt Festival. Yeah. Have you heard of it? I have, yes, yes, yeah. So, yeah, it's in Kettering. Now, the thing about it is, is that it's a Christian festival, technically, a progressive Christian festival. So a lot of people were like, oh, you know, it's going to be like a religious thing. But it's like not. So there's a bit of that. Um, there's like little talks and stuff, but it's more about ethics and stuff rather than yeah. specific <laughs> theological bits. Um, and I've done, it, I've done it twice now. And so I had one of my best gigs ever there. I, I did a midnight show. Oh, I was wow. doing an hour, right? I thought, right. No one's going to turn up, but whatever. I'm, I'm doing it now. Um, I got there, right? 600 people were there. Oh, my God. Sitting on the grass. Yeah, which yeah. you don't expect. Um, in this beautiful, like, tent. Um, nobody left. Oh, like, wow. Like, for the hour. Mm. Which was really bizarre for me. I thought it was going to be a case of, all right, fine, this is amazing, but people are going to be coming and going or whatever. Mm. It was like doing a show. It was like doing a proper show in a proper yeah. venue almost if you know what i mean um mm-hmm. but it was really good i mean i guess acoustically it all just worked nicely as well because like like at latitude um the sound wasn't very good so i just had these speakers on stage next to me and i could just hear myself and i couldn't hear any laughs i heard mm-hmm. that i actually did okay i found out after but it felt like i was just dying yeah. whereas mm-hmm. yeah at, at, at greenbow it was just like proper laughter um you could hear everything it was yeah amazing because um, it's really important to hear that audience response as well just uh just so you know how because every audience is different obviously but obviously if they're leaning towards certain kinds of jokes you can do that more but also uh, what a lot of techies don't know about comedy is that they put the monitors up which we don't really have in uh, in comedy do you mean you don't really have mm. monitors of your own things you usually can just hear yourself in the mic anyway mm. uh, on the speakers so to have it in your own face and it's really distracting isn't it to kind of hear your own voice uh, in that yeah. way yeah. yeah especially when you can't hear the audience as loud as your voice that's mm-hmm. really not ideal yeah um, <laughs> that's the opposite of what you want yeah so um but sorry my point was that like at a festival like that at greenbelt there was very little litter i noticed yeah. it was like it was just very clean and very nice and friendly 
Yeah. Um, so I've actually done. Um, so I'm vegan, and I've done a lot of uh, vegan events. I, I, oh, yeah. I do. I do a lot of comedy vegan shows as well. I've done mm. uh, hours there, and uh, yeah, it's 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 very different, and obviously it's a little bit harder to do. I find it a little bit more difficult to do uh, vegan shows because sometimes it's nice, but sometimes people kind of stare at you, boggle eyed, if you know what I mean. People like, look down on it, don't they? As a thing. Yeah, and like, uh, and a lot of people take veganism very seriously because like, yeah. that's their belief system, uh, and. Yeah, and uh, they don't know how to laugh at it, so they're just kind of like, "Am I supposed to laugh?" You know what I mean? funny. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, so but at those festivals are very like obviously yeah, uh, there's no litter and everyone's really kind. It's, so it's nice, uh, but yeah, it's I guess it's the the company you keep. I guess do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, so littering, we're gonna have a zero tolerance yeah uh, policy and- on. Uh, actually, they don't they don't just get kicked out; they disappear. <laughs> They become target practice. We, we don't know. We don't know what happens. But we just we just kicked them out. I don't know where they went after that. That's not our responsibility. <laughs> Their identification just gets uh, just gets completely shredded. That person never existed. Didn't they come to our Yeah, well, what are we talking about? Never heard of him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's, that's not their tent. It's a tent full of grapes. Get deal with it. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's day uh, one, right? Pretty much. Okay, so um, Fleet Foxes and Madonna. And then I guess you have the smaller bands on that I yeah. have not had time to sort of pick. But um, if you had to pick one randomly which random band not on your list would you pick okay let me think uh a random band <laughs> do you know richard marks uh, i don't but can you tell me a little bit about him <laughs> he's just like a no um we're gonna have <laughs> what's his name is it jason i no not jason isaacs chris isaacs who does chris wicked I- game yes chris isaac yeah yeah he's, yeah, yeah. he's just gonna do that yeah <laughs> Right, and he's like, "Thank you for having me. I get, to do, I've got this full set planned." Yeah, nah. and we're gonna shock him and be like, "Get on with it." <laughs> so, is he playing it once or is it several times? Uh, again and again and again, just okay. just for, for for maybe four hours, just is same. He, okay, is he allowed to play Ray of Light? He's allowed to play that at the end, <laughs> uh, and that's it. And then and then he disappears. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Like, I don't I, know why we're doing that. Yeah, I'm so like <laughs> he's at the handcuffed. Start... <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "What a wicked game to play!" He's like, yeah, I yeah, Chris. Yeah. He's crying me. as he's doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know why we've done that. All right. Um, uh, so. Yep. Okay. Uh, so we've had a nice day on Friday. Um, how is the nightlife? Is there a big party scene, or is it quite yes. quiet? Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a big like club section. I'd say there'd be a quarter. So you have your half, which is the louder bit, mm-hmm. where you can do do your pills. That's fine, as long as you as long as you worship the leader. That's all fine, like me. And th- then there's there's another section where um yeah it's like a bit of a rave i guess where there's all glow sticks and all of that stuff um yeah, why not people like and, that and people have got pills but with your face on it as well so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's weird isn't it that's like a proper that could be a dystopian film almost yeah. like uh give I, them a, yeah if universal like the film rights to this please email my agent please uh, because we're, yeah. we are very much uh, looking forward to, uh, to i'm surprised that that's not a black mirror episode well it's a uh, festival to, there is one where uh, oh. they do sign up people, but it's not a music festival. But you know, we, we could we could write it below. This is it. I could. I might see if I can. Uh, we uh, yeah. Uh, if you need any hint, uh, if you need any uh, motifs, I'm happy to help as well. So thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so um, everyone's a little bit hungover on the Saturday morning, but they're ready to go because they're going to see some awesome artists on Saturday. Who is playing on your Saturday? 
Let's see. So on Saturday, um, on the quieter stage, we'll have Radiohead. Oh, phenomenal. I love Radiohead. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. That's, uh, that's nice. That's, that shows how much you like them because, you, you know what? Yeah, and we've not because I know that they're into the environment and stuff quite a lot. So we've just not mentioned the whole sponsor <laughs> thing. We're just hoping they don't read about the festival <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the Guardian. Yeah, this is very, like this is kind of like Fire Festival, but like, like <laughs> yeah, uh, a bit more dangerous as well. Well, like, no, yeah. uh, well, unlike Fire Festival, it all what runs and works. It's just yeah, evil. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just evil. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're efficient, but we're evil. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we'll have Radiohead, and then let me see on the on the loudest stage. Who do we have left? Um, I guess Pixies. Oh, phenomenal! And they yeah. they kind of uh, are similar bedfellows in a certain way. Yeah, know? I mean that's a, that's a problem though. I don't know in terms of festivals what like people. I guess it's a, it's a problem people have where you have to pick a band. Absolutely, they're on at the same time. Those clashes that can be absolutely mind-blowing as well. I guess what we'll do is, okay, it's going to cost a bit extra, but we're going to do VR headsets. <laughs> uh, if you're in one side, you can watch the other one live and then take it off if you don't like the song. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I like it because it's VR headsets, yeah. and it, which it, is yeah. across the field. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and in between songs, it's going to be like, uh, you know, um, radiation is... Yeah. Positive. Simple <laughs> with no messages as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In between Pixie song, they're just, uh, yeah. Um, so I, I can imagine like you're at Radiohead. Like, oh, yeah. They just did a, a OK Computer song. Oh, they're doing Hail to the Chief. Let's, uh, let's, let's put on the VR headset. Oh, yeah. You know, wicked. Nice. Very, yeah. very expensive, but, you know, worth, worth your 65. We're going to have to put the price up maybe 65, <laughs> 65 for, to, for the headsets. Well, in all things, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay, I like that. Um, so let's talk about Radiohead and Pixies because we can mm. really delve into that. You mentioned okay. earlier that you really liked uh, Radiohead. When did you, what was the first album you got into Radiohead? Oh, it was a mix of stuff. So I only really, so again, my brother, one of my brothers used to listen to him a bit. So, you know, when you have that nostalgic thing where you remember, like, like for example, No Surprises. Yes. It's such yeah. a specific thing. Mm-hmm. I heard it as a, like a child. I didn't pay much attention to it. But then when I heard it again as a teenager, I was like, oh, I know that. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like a, a bunch of stuff. Because um, I was, I guess, so let me think. When I was a teenager, it wasn't a case of, obviously, we didn't have Spotify. But it wasn't really that you'd buy an album either. Because mm-hmm. you could, I, I'm pretty sure you could hear music on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You could just see the music videos. So you just pick and choose a song. It's not like you had to get an album. Yeah, and listen yeah. through like you probably would have had to maybe I don't know ten years before or whatever. Absolutely. So it wasn't a spe- specific album, but then gradually I think the first album I really loved was the Benz. Yes, so their second uh, album, and uh, obviously for for dad the context for people who don't really know, uh, yeah, the Benz. Uh, the first album was Pablo Honey, and it was kind of a, just a mixed bag of sound, and they hadn't really. Yeah, I mean they they were talking about I think uh, when I've heard them talk about it, they said they were sort of trying to be like other people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a bit, yeah, it's not quite, it, it's, they hadn't found their voice yet, basically. No. So it's just a mix of, it's, some of it's all right. But, yeah, yeah. Abs- I think it's a good album. The Benz is certainly the first authentic voice of Radiohead, where it's uh, quite a lot of yeah. depressing songs, but brilliant guitar riffs as well. There's a, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of different things going on there. 
Really weird, yeah. Really, some really weird songs in there. But yeah, like you say, the riffs and stuff, really good music. Um, and then I guess the second one I got into was OK Computer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and kind of went from there. I really love the newer one, not not the newest. I think that's all right. But In Rainbows, I think, is an amazing yeah, album. In Rainbows is like, like I think a lot of people love, uh, people love OK Computer. For, for it's legendary but in rainbows it's a masterpiece as well it's really yeah. fantastic and you see them doing something different what i love about radiohead is that every album is kind of different they do something different with it and uh the king of limbs a lot of people don't really like that but i like how they went kind of cerebral and surreal with it it's really cool. yeah i like that a lot i like when an album has a specific sound i like when um i'm kind of up and down on how i feel about kanye west but uh-huh. i like when his albums will have a specific sound absolutely it's quite different uh, and Drake does it a bit as well. I'm not a huge Drake fan, but I like some of his stuff. Um, when there's like a new kind of sound and yeah, and it goes throughout the album. J. Cole is another. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have, I could have put him in the, fe- maybe I'll add him to the festival. Um, I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that. It's like, yeah, it's its own. Yeah, I love when it's its own thing. Yeah, because you can kind of pick a an album for a certain mood you're in as well. Like, uh, I like that yeah. as well. Like, uh, um, but yeah, and Radiohead, I really got into him quite late, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. It, I, I think there's some really phenomenal stuff there as well. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, but the, the only issue with Radiohead because I have seen them live before, but I saw them when I wasn't a fan of them. And oh. the only issue with Radiohead is that if you don't know their songs, like it's mm. quite like they don't. There's not much to grasp onto, uh, if you know what I mean. And I was like a snotty teenager when I saw them. I was like, oh, I don't like Radiohead. Uh, but that, yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I, I did struggle when I watched them. But why? What I watched a Glastonbury set and. Uh, I wasn't there for it, but I watched it online. It was just and the, the music, the, the musicianship in it is so mm. breathtaking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I think because they're such a big band, they have that thing where they can play their mm-hmm. weirder stuff and it will be, everyone will absolutely love it. It's mm-hmm. not a case of having to play your, uh, like Alice Cooper having to do <laughs> his biggest <laughs> hit twice. <laughs> well, they actually did Schools Out Radiohead. They were like, <laughs> they did, yeah. Schools Out <laughs> That'd yeah. be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're also going to do Ray of Light. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, hey guys, buy nuclear arms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's Radiohead, the Pixies. Something I wanted to also add was uh, a hologram stage. Okay, yes. Who's where it's just holograms, and we'll have David Bowie. Oh, um, now someone I would have had, and I'm very sad about the stuff that's come out of him is Michael Jackson. Cause I used to be a huge mm-hmm. fan. I yeah, used to absolutely. really love him, but so I can't really, I wouldn't have him now. Well, <laughs> you can bring him on just to cancel him if you fancy. Yeah. You know I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I just, but yeah. I was so, I loved so many of his songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's quite, you know, I feel, I feel quite well, bad about all of that. So here's the thing with Castable and uh, we've, we have talked about Michael Jackson before and uh, mm. Michael Jackson has popped up. Uh, a few times, um, and we did talk about it a lot in Dame Baptiste's episode. Uh, but in terms of, yeah, it's kind of weird because I think he is an icon, and he what he represented to a lot of people was really something really significant. And mm-hmm. when you watched him at the time, he wasn't necessarily weird; he was just maybe a bit eccentric. But mm-hmm. obviously, with his uh, transgressions and the things he's been accused of, that's uh, that's, a, that's something different. And it's it, it's 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 easy for us to look back and go, oh well, that's. Uh, but uh, being a fan of his music, it does. Uh, he's an amazing performer and an amazing. Uh, the music he writes is wonderful. Yeah, but I, I think I wouldn't have him now because yeah. also I don't. I don't need him because we could yeah. just have Prince. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Be a hologram. And who else? Is there anyone else that's dead that is really 
I mean, no one dead. Yeah. Um, Oh, David Bowie, Prince. Hologram stage. Hologram stage. Oh, it depends on what uh, what kind of vibe you want. You could have maybe like like, maybe it's not quite the same, but like there's someone like John Lennon or something like that. Or uh, I don't want John Lennon. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, mate. All right, all right. <laughs> I just thought about it and I thought, nah, not for this. Not for this festival. No, uh, he, he's on the other festival where... He, it's not a festival, it's a boot camp. And, uh, and it's uh, <laughs> John Lennon, the, the, the sergeant of the camp. Yeah, yeah. Right? You're going to have to do 2,000 push-ups, mate. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was my John Lennon impression. Uh, there we go. Uh, but okay, um, so before we move on to the final day, uh, yeah. let's, let's have a two-minute conversation about Pixies a lot, because I love Pixies. Okay. What's the thing that really attracts you towards Pixies? What, what, what's the fundamental thing that you like about them? So I got, I'm going to just Google them as we speak so I can remember, like, because I don't remember the names of their albums off the top of my head and stuff, you know what I mean? Oh, can I do it? I'll do it off the top of my head, because I'm a proper nerd. Okay, Get great. For this. Okay, there's um, Come On Pilgrim. Uh, which is on a 20-minute album. There's uh, Surfer Rosa, which is the white cover. That's uh, my, yeah. And there's Do Little, which came out in 1989. Uh, there was um, Bossa Nova, then uh, Toot Le Monde. Uh, not Toot Le Monde. Um, uh, I think it might be Toot Le Monde. Uh, um, Trompe Le Monde, even. And then it's uh, they had a hiatus for a bit. They came back with Indie Cindy. Then the new albums, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's that, that was a, a crash course in Pixies. I should listen to their new stuff. I've, I haven't done, I haven't listened to the new stuff. There's, I think there's some big hits, some big misses, I'd say. But, uh, Indie but yeah, Cindy it'd be worth at least, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know Indie Cindy that well. I might have heard it once. So my, um, I'd say Doolittle and Surfer Rosa are the two that I like. Yeah, um, absolutely. They're not a band. I'm not as obsessed with them as I am with Radiohead. But I could easily get into them more. Like, yeah. you know, over the weekend, I just <laughs> have them on. It's like, it's not hard to do, is it? Yeah. But um, I like their, how mad it is. Um, and I like when it's Frank Black, isn't it? When he's kind of screaming. Yeah. Uh, I like his voice a lot. His really weird voice. Mm. I like some of his solo stuff a little bit as well. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. 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 Um, and I like, yeah, I like how it's just so nuts and it's so weird. Uh, but it's like, it's their own sort of sound. Uh, and I think there's nothing really like it. I've heard anyway. I mean, I'm sure people have been influenced and stuff. Um, but yeah, at the time, so I first heard it when I was maybe, I was probably like 16 mm-hmm. trying to get into them. And obviously where is my mind is the obvious sort of catchy one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apart from that, in fact, let me, oh, Bone Machine. Yeah. Bone Machine. What, and that's uh, the start to the album and it's such a wonderful start. Like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. yeah. And also what are they talking about? I still don't really... <laughs> Yeah. Right. That's right. Thank you for pointing that out. Cause like I've been a big Pixies fan for a long time and I think I might've been too harsh on a nerd earlier. Do you know what I mean? I'm quite, uh, but I, I don't know what, to, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Do you know what I mean? It's like, lyrics, your bones got a little machine. Yeah. Exactly. You're the bone machine. I think I think Bone Machine's about uh, someone's having an affair, and he's. Uh, I think. Uh, let me just check. Uh, oh, but, right. Uh, they're so, the Bone Machine because they're cheating yeah. on him. And okay. uh, I think there's a there's a line in Bone Machine where he talks about uh, him confronting it. Uh, can I can I just is that alright if I read you the lyrics? Yeah, um, please do. I'll do it in uh, as a poetic prose for you. Okay. Okay. This is a song for Carol. You're into Japanese fast food. And I drop you off with your Japanese lover. And you go into the beach all day. You're so pretty when you're unfaithful to me. You're so pretty when you're unfaithful to me. You're looking like you've got some sun. Your blessed lips have got a kiss. 
They taste a bit like everyone. Oh my god. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Your bones got a little machine. Okay, I get it. Um, also, that here's a line I like. Uh, I was talking preachy rich about kissy kiss. He bought me a soda and he tried to molest me in the parking lot. I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that line, to be honest. But is that so? I don't know what that bit is. But <laughs> is that bit her talking to him? Potentially, yeah. Because uh, what what I'm guessing is is that okay, she's off doing stuff. He doesn't know what she's up to. Yeah. And I thought that might be her telling him what she's been up to. Holy shit! I was talking I, to Peachy Peach about because whatever you know. I think we just cracked the Enigma code. This is oh, that's brilliant. That's uh... maybe. I mean. <laughs> Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm just going to read. So I'm on this thing. Charles Thompson has spoken in lengthy interviews about his lyric writing saying that unusually, okay, blah, blah, blah. Trying to pick out any specific meaning for this fix is a bit futile. Oh, okay. (laughs) I always thought it was about his girlfriend sneaking behind his back with a guy. Then he went to confessional and his preachy preach uh, was about talking. Oh, sorry. Talking about his girlfriend and her kissy kiss cheated on him. Took him out. Oh, okay. I don't know. This is just comments of people guessing. But I, I quite like when a song isn't a bit like a David Lynch film. Yes. Where it's not, it's not clear, um, but it does, it's not meant to be. Um, but yeah, and I like the, the different interpretations you can have, and that, that shows the wealth of a, uh, of a band as well, because if people have different opinions on certain things, it's, I, I like that as well. Um, yeah, so that's a song I really love as well, Bone Machine. And uh, yeah, I think that's the pixies covered pixies wonderful uh, i think that's let's head to your final day and uh okay. who, who we got who's the final artist you have for your sunday so the roots the roots yes as discussed. on the big stage doing it again whatever they want although sadly i just remembered that one of the founding members died recently yes uh which i'm really sad about i really like him i don't know what happened uh malik b um mm. he's on if people listen to the roots he's uh, he'll be the other voice. So there will be like Black Thought is the main guy. Mm-hmm. And then Malik B will be the sort of other one doing the other verse or the other little bits. Um, yeah, and he died, really, which I was really upset about. Um, yeah. But I'd have them uh, in this, uh, you know, doing, doing the big... I guess that would be... The thing is with them... Oh, you know what? You know what? This is the end of the festival. Mm-hmm. The two big stages merged together oh. uh and the and the divide is broken like we yeah. have a, we have a fake berlin wall <laughs> <laughs> and there's hasselhoff is on it and it gets knocked down and he falls as well but it's fu- i mean it's fine yeah um it crushes all the vr units no thousands yeah, of pounds. Look, if anyone gets hurt in the merging of the stages or the wall falling that's not <laughs> our problem uh they were it was in the contract, contract. it yeah. was in the contract that that's gonna happen um they come together and then the roots come on yeah uh, as the big headline doing everything they've ever done mm-hmm. and of course they do a version of ray of light as well with a rap first that's fine uh, <laughs> um and i think that works because they have because they have all the jazzy stuff they have the more laid back uh really nice songs and then they have the more upbeat ones as well um where they go a bit crazy uh, and I think that'll be, yeah, that'll be the final thing. Everyone has to watch it. No one's allowed to leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the next day afterwards, they go to become a model army. So, yeah. In the model army. But, yeah, we don't talk about what happens after. It's, you know, it's fun. <laughs> but, um, but what happens is if anyone's caught trying to leave, uh, one of the robot uh, guards comes over and it's like, uh, crime, littering, 
and they're like, I didn't let her, and then it's already grabbed them. Yeah. And it takes them out, you know. What uh, I like is that we didn't have robots at the start of this. It was volunteers, <laughs> teenage volunteers, but they've become robots. They've become by day three. Yeah. They they're just completely different. They're just like quite. They're like androids now. Because like, an, sorry, uh, cyborgs is what I meant. Yeah. Because like what happens is that they go. Dave's been gone for a while. Is he still hmm. seeing that that last? Is that no? Hmm. He's like, hello, I am Dave's. Like, yeah. What's happening with you, Dave? I am a cyborg now. Yeah. Hello, friends. Let's talk about how great the leader is. Would you like yep. to watch the Pixies on this VR unit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just got the same voice as a um, fit, fit, stronger, happier on a. a yes, computer. it does. Yeah. Very good. And it's actually on the stage doing yeah. that. Song. <laughs> <laughs> Nuclear waste is good for you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, there's a lot of niche references, and I'm not, I'm not usually this uh, acute, but today there's been quite a lot of niche stuff, sorry. Yeah, but, I uh, mean, I feel like surely, uh, I feel like we've not gone too niche where you can kind of understand what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. You know? um, so to wrap things up before we get into the final part of the podcast, uh, mm. what, what's the most sensational thing about the Roots here? And if you can share that love, to, what, what one thing would you say to someone to check them out? Uh, what's uh, the thing that drives that passion? Uh, there's a lot of things. So lyrically, I really love them. Like, uh, for example, let me think. They have a song called What They Do, yeah. which is amazing. The music is really nice in it. Um, I think that's quite an accessible song as well. And it's about how other rappers do things, which they don't like. Okay, uh, cool. and, and I really like that because it's like, it's the whole thing about how they show off their money and all of this stuff. And it's all fake anyway. Um, and it's talking about, it's like saying, don't do what they do kind of thing. Mm. And it's like, because they have their own thing. They're above that sort of sort of nonsense. Yeah. Uh, and let me think. They have a song called, oh, this one I think people really like, because this is a lot more mainstream. Um, what's it called? Oh, uh, it's called You Got Me. You Got Me. And it's just quite a romantic kind of song uh, about uh he's met this woman and she's sort of singing the, the bits uh and about how they met and how because he's touring and stuff it's hard yeah. for them to see each other but it's just a very nice song <laughs> and um, they talk about yeah. um i'm not sure if they talk about it but they talk about being molested in the park a lot and there's a ray of light there there's a lot of things going on there's a lot a lot of different things uh, yeah. yeah yeah there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of that <laughs> um yeah there's, yeah there's, they're gonna cover ray of light at the, they're only gonna do that at the festival yeah, that's going to be the big ending. All right, everyone, sing along. And at this point, everyone is so exhausted. <laughs> yeah, and they've heard the song fifteen times now, and it's like, sing along if you know it. It's like, of course we know it. We've listened to it all the time. They put the chip to. They've installed this so we know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's on stage by that point. You would never have this at a festival. Yeah. All the acts that have been on are on stage as well. They're all handcuffed, but that's. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> It feels like Stalinist Russia here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, oh, if you don't say, if you, and they all have to say something really nice about you as the leader as well. Yeah, exactly. You, exactly. you said that very slyly earlier. And like, it's got my picture, you know, like Chairman Mao, <laughs> yes, or like, uh, yeah. or whatever. It's got me like smiling, <laughs> yeah. like a shirt with the button done up, and it's like, like painted. That's yeah. how it looks. <laughs> Like that old style, and it's just my, and it just yeah. drops down in the background. Yeah, absolutely. At, by got, the end of the festival, you've yeah. got your little Bilal book as well. You're just <laughs> faking notes on everyone. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, uh, tell you what, I'm gonna when when we do the edit of this, I'm gonna go back. Uh, in the first five minutes, is really nice and lovely. But <laughs> there's a massive transition, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, is yeah. there any final acts to add to your festival, or uh, is that your festival complete? 
Uh, just thinking of other people that I like. So I'm actually going to go into my top. Uh, you know, do, do you use Spotify? Yes, I do. I love Spotify. Yeah, and also, enough. if anyone wants to check it out, uh, on, uh, we, for every episode we do for Castable, we release a playlist so you can listen to the bands which have been suggested. So if you uh, check out Castable on Spotify, they'll all be mm-hmm. there. I would add Kendrick Lamar in. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I would add, let me see... Um, Someone I really like who I think is a bit of an underrated rapper because he has a lot of kind of silly songs, but then some, some of his stuff is really good is ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Uh, who I quite like. And let me see. Oh, Saint Etienne will do Only Love Can Break Your Heart. Brilliant. But just that song. <laughs> Again, like on he's repeat in, almost. He's in the Chris Isaacs uh, camp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Um, yeah, J. Cole is what I really love. Mm-hmm. J. Cole. I feel like we don't have enough female artists though. So I was actually going to... I did have on my list Kylie Minogue. Cool. Uh, yeah. Of course. And let me think. Who do I really love? Let me just look through here. Because I do want a bit of a balance. I don't want it to be like a, just just men. For sure. Because sure. that's, um, that's, there's always a bit of a danger with that in festivals. Yeah, especially yeah, rock yeah. festivals. Uh, Beyonce. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be- I <laughs> just like have that. Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, you know who I love? Who I should have mentioned? Who I really love? Who I don't... I've not listened to him for a while. The Cardigans. Yes, okay, yeah. I really like the cardigans, like not ironically or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have the cardigans, I'd have no doubt. Yeah, oh, I love no doubt, yes. Really good. Bat for lashes, I like. Lovely stuff. Do you know who I actually absolutely love? Who I mean, like, I have a crush on as well. Do you know Leanne Le Havas? I don't know. She's really good, she's a really good singer. Um, I think she did a song with Prince maybe before he died, but she's not that mainstream. I think. I think she maybe might have taken a decision to not be like that because I feel like she could have easily like done the chorus on a lot of like those dancing songs and stuff, but she hasn't done that. Uh, mm. She's like a really good like solo artist, Leanne Le Havre, so I'd have her. Um, who else? I'm just looking through now to see who else I just, you know, really like. Well, I think we've got a nice... I think uh, that's enough. Yeah, Shakira. Shakira, that's a nice one to finish off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we what we'll do, um, I'll kind of we'll disperse those into the festival. So they're they're playing across all three days. As well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That really adds some proper strength to the festival. It's already pretty strong, but that gives mm. a lot of different vibes as well, and also different yeah. for the peaceful stage and the upbeat stage. You've got some exactly. other things going on. In fact, I should finally add that we'll have moments where if a band is or whatever is doing a more peaceful song, they have to move over to the other stage. <laughs> they move all the equipment over. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot as well. Like, uh, I'm sorry, no doubt. If you're gonna play a small number, you gotta. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then for the big, I don't know, don't speak. I guess yeah. that's quite a big one. What if it's like a like? What if it's like a, a song that's lots of peaceful and kicks in halfway through? Does that got move. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid yeah. that's the rules. <laughs> but you know what? Like this has been my favorite draconian festival in the world. Yeah, you know I mean it's been searched like th- th- there's some great rules here as well. Uh, I'm very proud of it. Yeah, yeah you're gonna rule rule that iron fist as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, anyway, let's head to the final part of this podcast where we deal with some floor fillers.
So, as with event management, things are bound to go wrong. But here's a couple of hypothetical questions that uh, our guest has to deal with in a manner they, that they see fit. So, question number one. Oh no, Madonna's cancelled last minute. Who do you get to replace God Madonna? Sakes. I know, we've right? Al- we've already got Kylie there. Yeah. So I guess that's the a similar vibe in some sense. Yeah, uh, like- otherwise, I mean... Let me think again. Someone who I think is amazing, uh, Rihanna. Yes. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who would be more popular than Madonna, to be honest? But I just love Madonna. Um, Let's stick Rihanna in. Otherwise, if if it was in terms of who's at the festival, I feel like there's enough people that can fill those boots. Uh, I would have. uh, um, Let me think. Or actually, we'd fly in. No, we'd get Britney Spears in. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get them all to play. Great. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Okay. Question number two. Oh dear. Someone's running late to your festival and you need to fill for time. But fortunately, one of your favorite celebrities is willing to do a DJ set for you. It doesn't, they don't need to be a DJ, just any celebrity. Which celebrity would you pick to do a DJ set? That's a very good question. Uh, Arsene Wenger. Oh my God. That, that would be... <laughs> Like I don't, I, I'm, like, I'm not even a big football fan, but I would pay yeah, to go you know and see him. that. Yeah. Right, that would be amazing, right? Mm. Like, what kind of tunes are you going to play? Mm. The Venger Boys. Yeah, that would be it. The Venger Boys, and uh, what what would he like? Yeah, a lot of dance stuff. What's a good? Um, oh, Eiffel sixty five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's say um, uh, the roots are. Act like total divas towards you. How do you get your revenge on the, uh, the roots? Um, well, because sorry, the reason it took me time there is because I was trying to not make it too violent. <laughs> it was going to be something horrific. Uh, well, where does the roots come? Well, let's just don't go to the nuclear waste pond. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> what can I do that's so I don't want the show to go badly? Obviously, that's the thing. I want the show to be good. And then after, I don't know, I guess I'd mess around with their rider a bit. Um, okay. And, I mean, what's a bad, what, what's, what's something horrible that is, what do I not like? <laughs> what, what do I not like? Disloyalty? Uh, yeah, I'm thinking um, what's like a rubbish fruit. Oh, like something like dragon fruit or something like that? Or is that rubbish fruit? I don't, know. I, I don't think it has much taste, isn't it? Quite quite oh, bitter you know, i don't remember jackfruit's quite a bad fruit because well it's good for like uh for like vegan supplements because it doesn't taste anything but if you just have it by itself it's a bit bland you know I mean? just i uh, just pot noodle and no ke- <laughs> no kettle no oh wow dry pot noodle yeah and i'd peek into the tent and i'd say enjoy and then like storm off <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah like that yeah. is the most, most timid response in the Bear in mind, you've murdered people for less in this festival. I know. That's the okay. thing. That's the thing about a dictator, though. That's what they like, because, uh, you know, they'll famously, they'll have, like, a pet that they're nice to. Uh, <laughs> um, they're weird. They're weird guys, aren't they, generally? Um, very nice in certain ways, and then literally completely evil pe- people. Um, that's what I'd like to be like. Yeah, because the thing is, I love, I love them too much. I couldn't, because I was going to have something happen to the stage at the end. Yeah, or something. But I thought I don't want to. I, I don't want to hurt them. And also, everyone's handcuffed together. If everyone's at the stage at the end, everyone will just fall through. Yeah, and um. and also we are going to do our own version of. Um, is it not not what's the song? What's the um? What do they call it when the, all the musicians musicians did that song for charity? Oh, Live called? Aid was it? Or? Live Aid is that what it's called? 
Well, it said that whole it's feed, Christmas time. Uh, yeah. well, they're all going to do that. Yeah. Cuff together. But it's Ray of Light. But it's Ray of, Ray of Light. Let them know it's, it's Christmas. Ray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let them know it's nuclear. Yeah. <laughs> and it is a Ray of Light. Yes. Ray of Light. It's an anti solar power song, really. Um, yes. We're against all of that. All of that <laughs> stuff. All of that nonsense. And, um, um uh, so we've got a couple more questions. Um, uh, Radiohead and Pixies have beef. They hate each other's guts. They say they're not going to say what it is, but they hate each other. And they say they won't perform if the other band is performing. Who do you choose between Pixies and Radiohead? Oh, so that's very difficult. But I would have to choose Radiohead personally, just because yeah. I like them more personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. But I really love Pixies. Um, and even like I say, even this week, I might because I kind of forgot about them. Like I haven't listened to Bone Machine in ages, so I'm gonna yeah. listen to that after this. I think. Yeah. Well, um, I, yeah, Surf Rose is a really good place to start uh, if you mm-hmm. don't know the Pixies. I also, do little fantastic. Uh, it's the quintessential album, but yeah, yeah Surf Rose is fantastic. So if you don't know them, Where Is My Mind is quite. It's probably their most. Po- it's, it's their most popular song because it's in Fight Club. Yeah. Uh, it's also, right at the end. Yeah, it's been covered quite a lot as well with the piano versions as well. And uh, yeah, it's really yeah. yeah, it's a it's quite a timeless song. And again, it's weird. The lyrics are so strange. Absolutely. But I really like that. Yeah. And um, um, yeah, so uh, penultimate question: um, Your fans are in the mosh pits and they're they in the upbeat so, area. So they're they're doing mosh pits. They're crowd surfing. They're also doing something called the Zaffer cakes. What do you think that might be? It would be that thing that the Man City fans copied for a while <laughs> off the Poznan, the, the Poznan. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. You, you um, don't know it. Okay. So uh, they played a team. I guess they're called something Poznan. I'm not sure, but they did it and they copied it off them where the fans, it looks really cool. The fans all just get, they, they all turn their back and they put their yeah. arms around each other and jump. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You've probably yeah. seen it. It looks amazing. Yeah, that's nice. They do something like that. I mean, is there an, another way you could do that? Um, how about the peaceful side? If they're the peaceful side, what's what's the peaceful version? They put their arms together and arms around each other. And what's it? What's a peaceful way of jumping? Tiptoe, <laughs> <laughs> just slowly increasing. Yeah, tiptoe and sort of yeah. going back down. Just yeah, a that, slight sway. You just see a little thing, but you, but it'd be like a thousand people, yeah, or thousands or whatever, um, just gently up and down. <laughs> That's nice. That's really yeah. sweet. Mm. And uh, a final question for you, Bilal. And, uh, and your festival loves you. Well, in many ways in this one. Uh, well, they have uh, to. <laughs> <laughs> your, your festival loves you and they want you to sing one song at your festival. If you had to pick one song to join the artist on stage to sing, which one would you pick? So obviously Ray of Light is the obvious choice. I'll have to do a few. I'll have to do a few because that's kind of a boring answer by this point. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ray yeah. of Light, also Wicked Game I like a lot. And there's this song called Hazard by this guy, Richard Marks. And it's really weird. It's about how he's a bit, he's accused of being a bit of a weird guy. And he knows this girl, they used to walk by a river together. And then some, one day she goes missing and all the police are at his house. And he's the last person that was with her. And he, the chorus is like, I swear I left her by the river. And it's really, it's quite weird because he's been accused of killing someone. Yeah. And he's saying, the chorus is, I swear I left her by the river. I left, she was fine. Um, and he's saying, I have to get out of this town. So there's a, there's a tone of like, he might've done something. Mm-hmm. 
but it's I really like it. It's, a, it's an odd song. I only heard it recently because you know Limmy. Um, yeah. He did Twitch sings the karaoke thing on Twitch. Oh yeah. And he sang it, and I was like, that's such an odd song. And I listened to it, and I really like it. So I think I'd do that. I think we'd get Richard Marks just to do that song. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, and well, that leads uh, to the very end of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, Bilal. Thank you for having me. It's been. Uh, uh, where can people find you online? So the main thing I'm doing now is Twitch because of lockdown and stuff mainly, but I absolutely love it. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Zaffercakes, Z-A-F-A-R cakes. Uh, Twitter, I am Zaffercakes as well, spelled the same. Uh, Instagram has to be Zaffercakes underscore because someone's taken it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Rude. Um, I know. Uh, that person no, will be exterminated. Obviously. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as this gets going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 20, 2024 is when I'm going to, I've put all the investments in place. That's when this is going to start. It's going to kick off. Absolutely. Uh, gradually, gradually starts yeah, to take over, absolutely. you know, private army. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And uh, I also wanted to just reiterate on the Twitch as well. Like uh, if you, uh, a lot of people might not have checked out Twitch, but I really would highlight uh, Zaffir Cakes is literally the world's best at it right now. And it's one of the funniest things you can watch. Uh, not just, not just on Twitch. I mean, just broad strokes really phenomenal stuff uh, so do check that out and uh, yeah and also if you like this uh, if you enjoyed this today thanks so much for joining us uh, you can find us online at Castle Podcast please follow us on Twitter uh, and you can also um, it, it, why don't you check out the other episodes we've got some amazing guests you can check out there uh, do download and subscribe give us a five star rating it helps with the, the ratings but please join me in saying a massive thank you to my wonderful guest Bilal Safar thank you very much <laughs>